0: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, including the Himalaya Podcast app. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider Credential, member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday. Friday, final podcast of the week We got some things going on Around the NBA There was a trade yesterday That has some impact on the Pelicans And the Anthony Davis saga We'll dive into that What it could mean for the team What it could mean for other teams too Because that's also a real big part of all of this We also have learned that maybe We've got an update on what the Clippers Could be offering for Anthony Davis And then in the final segment Well, if you watched game 3 of the NBA finals you know what it probably is about and you could sum it up with just don't be a dick so let's dive into everything in today's edition of locked on pelicans so before we get to all of that today's show brought to you by hotels.com don't hate like your friend's trip book your own with hotels.com and get rewarded basically everything Everywhere Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. And don't forget to subscribe to Locked on Pelicans through the Himalaya Podcast app. It is free, super easy to use, and has every single podcast you love or might be looking for. And they've got personally curated playlists just for you from their expert podcast, Tastemakers. They've got themed collections of shows as well to help you find new things to listen to, everything from comedy to mystery, thrillers and sports, what have you. Plus, you can follow along with With all of your favorite podcasts and show creators as well as like and comment on them as well so download the himalaya app from the app store or google play and don't forget to follow locked on pelicans once you're there so the big news yesterday was a trade between the brooklyn nets and the atlanta hawks the brooklyn nets sent guard alan crabb along with 18.5 million dollars that he's owed to the hawks in exchange for uh they're also sending the 17th overall pick in this coming draft a 2020 lottery protected first round pick um, and a second round pick I think and then the Hawks are sending forward Torian Prince along with a second round pick so that's what it is so it's two first rounders plus Alan Crabb for Torian Prince and a second round pick Storm Prince is fine. He's a guy who's not bad, actually, in the league. He's nothing that special. This is a salary dump for the Brooklyn Nets to make a run at two big-name free agents. All of a sudden, they have $46 million in cap space. They need about 49 to sign two max-level players. The main one being Boston guard Kyrie Irving, who we've heard a whole lot about because we figure there's going to be some issue with him in a good or bad way in answer. Anthony Davis and the Boston Celtics trade. And if they think he's going to walk and Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN kind of makes it seem like he's going to walk and kind of all the tea leaves and smoke around everything I'm saying he's going to be walking that he, So Adrian Wojnarowski says um, that Brooklyn has merged as a serious contender to attract Kyrie Irving and that Irving's interest in the Nets has increased according to league sources. Sounds like a whole fucking lot of tampering to me but we know that this goes on and if this is the case Well, then, yeah, maybe it makes Boston's offer change a little bit. doesn't mean they won't roll the dice on Anthony Davis, however. But this means the Nets are gearing up to be major players here. They just cleared room for two max-level guys. Here's the thing. The Knicks have room for two max-level guys. The Clippers have room for two max-level guys. The Lakers have room for one max-level guy. There's probably one or two other teams that I'm forgetting about who have room for max-level guys who aren't real contenders to get those max-level guys. But this means there are far more spots for max level guys open than there are going to be on the open market. This is how Tobias Harris gets paid or Jimmy Butler gets paid or some of these lesser guys get paid when teams miss out on their first or second targets in free agency. But that could mean these teams are also desperate to bring in Anthony Davis if you do miss out on those guys or you're not expecting to get both of them. If the Knicks look at this and go, oh crap, we're not going to get Kyrie, we're not going to get Kevin Durant, they're both going to go play in Brooklyn or elsewhere, They're maybe more inclined to make a move for Anthony Davis rather than be left on the dance floor with nobody. So this could increase offers for New Orleans. It maybe takes Brooklyn out of this, though you have to figure maybe they still do make a run at Anthony Davis and still try and get two max level guys because, frankly, the salary was just filler in an Anthony Davis trade of the Allen Crabb deal Um, and... You know, that for the first-round picks are, eh, if like the 17th pick makes or breaks a deal. I don't know if that really needs to be the case. So it's intriguing that there are ramifications around the league with this, but we don't really know necessarily what those are going to be. You know, you kind of can read into this, and we'll talk about it in the next segment, that, yeah, you know what, there's going to be many suitors for Anthony Davis, and the offers are going to be strong, but also maybe not. Because guys are, teams are clearing space to sign max level guys, not necessarily want to give up what they have in some of these trades. So, this is a little intriguing and it's tough to kind of get the read of what's going to happen. So, we've heard potentially though that someone is off the table with the Clippers, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment coming right up. Before we get to that though today's show brought to you by untuck it and we thank them for sponsoring locked on pelicans If you're looking for a great father's day idea Their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend No tucking or tailoring required go to untuckit.com and use the promo code NBA for 20% off a report coming out from ESPN's Bobby Marks on the Jorge Sedano show on ESPN radio in Los Angeles that he has heard the Clippers are not putting Shy Gilgis Alexander in a trade for Anthony Davis. He is off the Well, this seems to kind of contradict what we've heard before about there should be strong offers for Anthony Davis. It is Anthony Davis after all. So what's going on here? So one, this is probably just an opening offer from the Clippers. Like, I don't think they're necessarily holding hard and fast to this, assuming they're getting in on the Anthony Davis trade. And we don't know because nothing about the trade negotiations has leaked so far. By the way, notice this has all been very, very quiet. So we don't really know what to make of everything that's going on but if they are looking to bring in Anthony Davis certainly he will be on the table or he must be on the table if they want him and this is probably a situation where it's just a starting offer that he heard, and then you move on and they add more to it till you kind of maybe find something that the Pelicans like And it's really as simple as that. Gildas Alexander with one year in the league. And I looked at this uh, the past couple of weeks that he's an intriguing player. I don't know if he's going to be an amazing all star level player. There's a lot to like. There's a lot not to like. He wasn't good for two thirds of the season last year, but he's also a rookie. And, you know, with a strong third of the final third of the year, it means he could be pretty good going into next year. So there's a lot to say about this and kind of figure out. And we just don't know. And I said it's like Schrodinger's cat here where the offers are good, but the offers also, also aren't good. And that can actually be true. Maybe it's just the Clippers aren't going to make a good offer, but other teams are going to make an offer. So I don't know if we need to read too much into this type of negotiation before. It certainly is possible that the Pelicans made a mistake, but or will get, I won't say made a mistake, that won't get the best return on Anthony Davis that they could have if they took the Lakers deal at the trade deadline. But absolutely, it was the right move to wait and get other teams into the mix when it was really just the Lakers trying to do what they could do at that trade deadline deadline. So, I don't think it's a wrong thing even if the offers kind of go down. If LA still includes Ball Ingram in the fourth pick, that's all you care about in there. You do not care if Josh Hart's in that deal or not. You know, the Lakers and their fans will say they won the trade because, hey, it shows that they kept something and the offer went down. Josh Hart doesn't matter in this. Other things outside the main assets are just filler and whether you get them or not it does not matter so I think it's okay to see that this stuff's kind of happening right now and that the offer still should be okay but things definitely seem like they're heating up for Anthony Davis and we're at the silly season part of this where oh my god we just want this crap to kind of be done and we don't need to deal with it anymore and let's just get this trade over with I think most Pelicans fans are just over it and kind of burnt out hell I'm burnt out talking about this for the past like four or five months whatever it's been so that offer from the Clippers maybe starting low I would assume he'd get thrown into a deal if they want to try and make a trade or you just don't get Anthony Davis and it's kind of as simple as that so We'll see where these offers go. That's the update coming from the Clippers side of things. I do trust Bobby Marks with ESPN. Um, He also has ties to Lawrence Frank, who's there in the front office of the Clippers. So... That probably means his information's pretty good. But we know for the next two weeks, don't really trust anything you hear. Like, there's no need to really listen to everything in there um, because there's going to be a lot going on and there's a lot of smoke screening and negotiating through the media. And all of that, I don't know, crap is probably the way to do it. So don't worry. He's likely still going to be included in the deal. I still think the Pelicans are going to get a very good return on Anthony Davis. So before we get to the dumbest person of the week, and there's a very clear winner here if you watched Game 3 of the NBA Finals, today's show is brought to you by GRIP6, the ultra lightweight belt with no holes, no flaps, and it's a great Father's Day gift idea. Go to GRIP6.com for a special offer. That's G-R-I-P, the number six dot com slash lock, L-O-C-K-E, G-R-I-P, the number six dot com slash L-O-C-K-E for a special offer just for Locked On Pelicans listeners. So, personally, I have a rule I really try and live by and expect other people to actually live up to, and that rule is really, really simple, and it's don't be a dick. I really don't like people who are dicks. I don't want to see people acting like dicks to others. That's really one of the reasons why I've toned everything, not toned myself down on Twitter because I try and not be a dick on there, but don't even look at it nearly as much because frankly, it's just people being dicks and making jokes to try and get retweets and more followers. And it's really dumb and really awful. But the biggest dick of the week is very clearly, um, what is his name? I had it up here. I want to say it's... Mark Stevens, the minority owner from the Golden State Warriors, who for no reason shoved Kyle Lowry during Game 3 of the NBA Finals, he's been fined $500,000 by the NBA and banned for a full year, you won't see him back at any point next season, and he's kind of barred from all team activities, is a dick. Because he, if so, if you watched it, you know what happened. Kyle Lowry dove for a loose ball, landed in the front row of some of the people sitting courtside. And then a dude two seats over who wasn't even hit by Lowry shoved him. And what is, honestly, not anything that could have hurt Lowry or done anything bad. But Lowry reacted probably how I would have. And it's just something you don't do. It doesn't matter that it wasn't going to harm him or do anything like that. There's just no fucking need whatsoever for this, and all of this punishment is deserved, and he probably deserves more. Again, even though the shove, when you look at it, not that bad in terms of like physical danger or anything like that, but this is. Awful and unneeded, and it just shows you we have definitely crossed a line in the NBA this past year. We saw stuff with Russell Westbrook and others where you can't do things like this anymore. And supposedly the guy was yelling, like, go the fuck home, or something like that. I don't quite know, uh, repeatedly at Lowry for the entirety of the game. And it's just as an owner, you're held to a higher standard than anyone else. 100% you are. And a fan wouldn't be allowed to act like this So an owner shouldn't either And now it's being reported that They are going to basically force him to sell his shares in the team Before the start of next season Which frankly is probably how it should go With everything This is awful And again, just don't be a dick Like this is not that hard To just not do anything like this Even with the trash talk and other things You don't need to do it uh, you know, I used to heckle and have a lot of fun doing that. But as you get older and you just kind of see how people are just root for your team and don't worry about the other stuff. This is like everyone also laughing at the Lakers where it's just like, eh, I don't know if we need to put it to the degree that we see people doing that with. And, you know, I, I said on Twitter, I fell asleep and I didn't watch this live and I missed a lot of the game because I was just tired. And I don't know a damn thing about game three and all the stuff that I missed because everything has been revolving around this, which While a lot of people love the drama, I don't, and I want to know what happened, and it's disappointing because this is not how a really good NBA final series should be overshadowed, so that's what's going on here. You know, I used to give a lot of dating advice and ghostwrite on a website doing all of that, and my, like, number one rule for people using Tinder and other things is don't be a dick. Like, you don't get, you shouldn't get bonus points for just being a respectable human being, But you do right now because everyone else is a dick. So get those bonus points. Just be a nice person. Don't do things like this. And it's nice to see that we don't have a ton of issues with this here in New Orleans. We had some of the stuff with Anthony Davis and him giving the guy the finger at the end of the season. And in all of that, I said that guy was the problem and not Anthony Davis with all of this and really didn't have an issue with what AD did. I'd stand by that still to this day. We just don't need things like this in the NBA, and it's very, very disappointing to see. And I wish I knew more about Game 3, but I don't because all the coverage has been surrounding this incident, which can't be what anybody wants. So to sum up, for your Friday heading into the weekend, don't be a dick. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Big thanks to the sponsors of today's show, Hotels.com, Grip6Belts and untuck it and don't forget subscribe to the podcast for the himalaya podcasting app download it from your app store or the google play store and subscribe to locked on pelicans as always i'm your host jake madison at nola jake on twitter We'll be back with you all next week